everyone. This is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rock podcast. I am back with a returning guest this week. His name is Jonathan Brush. And we had such a great response to the last episode we did with him. And I, I want to say that was back in probably 2021. I, I think, think so. It's yeah, been, that sounds right. Yeah, a couple of years since you've been on. And uh, we, we talked about raising adults and we're, well, raising our kids to become adults. And we're going to mm-hmm. focus a little bit on that again today, but talk about, uh, I think we're going to just dig a little bit deeper into that topic. Uh, but before we get into it, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Well, Jonathan, welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am so glad to have you back with me. Like I said last time, your, um, your last episode that we did was fantastic, and we had such a great response to it uh, that we thought we need to have you back. And we were actually uh, we were having lunch with Andrew Pudua a few weeks ago, and your name came up in our conversation. And we were we were all talking about just what an incredible impact you're having, not just in the homeschool world, but in churches, in society, and culture. And so I said, we need to have him back again. Um, so tell us a little bit about who you are, about your family, and about your ministry. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me back. It's a, a pleasure to be here. And what a blessing um, to hear that folks that have blessed me so much and my family. Uh, you mentioned Andrew Pudua. Um, all of my kids can write because of Andrew. And so I, I think we're at 100% for my, my children so far taking IEW classes. And in fact, two of them work for me and they prove everything that I write um, and sometimes wonder how I ever made it through college uh, because <laughs> of their IEW training. Um, so that's that's high praise coming from that that corner. Um, yeah, so I'm a homeschool graduate myself. Uh, I married a homeschool graduate. We were homeschooled back in the you know days when we had truant officer drills and we nice. memorized HSLDA's phone number and things like that. So it's always a kick to be on this kind of new world. I still have to pinch myself um, where it's it's growing and getting exciting and more and more people think it's normal, at least have heard of it. And that's just is really fun. Um, I have six children uh, at the moment, two foster children. And um, so we have a very busy house. Uh, two of my uh, student children have graduated. Um, one of whom works for me and both have been involved in the program that we do. And so that's been really fun. And uh, my third is now in the program. And that program is, uh, the name of our company is Unbound. And the primary program, we run several, but the primary program is Ascend, uh, which is a project-based higher education program. And uh, I think I could tell you all kinds of things about that. I think we'll talk about it later. But maybe what I will say now is that I get the privilege of working with the creme de la creme, the very best of the homeschool world. And that is just a unbelievable blessing. In fact, um, I was just at this event in Colorado and I went to bed and the students were still up and we were in this building. We were the only ones in this building. And um, I was getting ready to fall asleep and I heard this almost unearthly, heavenly music like wafting through the halls. And the kids were all singing hymns. Now remember, all the staff are in bed at this point. It's the last night of our event. And so I stuck my phone out the door and I, I, I filmed this empty hallway with this beautiful music coming to the building. And I texted our board and I said, this is what happens when you turn a bunch of unbound students loose without supervision after 1 a.m. in the morning. And they're all singing hymns, right? It's not on the program and it's beautiful. And I, I texted it out at one o'clock in the morning and one of my board members responded and said, I'm pretty sure you have the best job in the world. Wow. And I would absolutely agree with that. And it's, and it's because of the really cool people I get to work with. Yeah, that's so cool. So explain Unbound to us really quickly in a nutshell. What is Unbound? What is Ascend? Um, 
you know, we're, <laughs> I, I told you before we started recording, yeah. our oldest is, uh, she's just finished her junior year of high school. We're going into her, her senior year. And I, I just, it is always on the forefront of my mind, like, okay, what next? What next? You know, not that she has to have her whole life planned out, but I hope we haven't screwed her up too badly. You know, that's always, I think, what every homeschool parent thinks, what every parent thinks, you know, what what have we done right? What have we done wrong? What could we have done differently? What did, you know, where are they going to go next? And it's a scary thing. And so Unbound, I know, really focuses on those kids. What is it exactly that you do? Yeah, so I think maybe the there's all kinds of ways to describe this. So let me try this and see if this makes the most sense. Um, I have this theory, and it's a little countercultural, that says that when people say we live in a knowledge-based economy, they're really just talking heads that don't haven't thought very deeply about what they're saying. Um, because what that implies is that we need a bunch of really smart people to run our, our, our world. And when they say smart, they mean academics and they mean GPAs and all those kinds of things. And I absolutely have no problems with people with high GPAs. I graduated magna cum laude from my school in the top couple percent and have really good academic experience. But that is not what matches reality from what I can see. And from what I see, reality is a little different. We have access to almost unlimited information and it's measured in mere microseconds how fast we get that information. So all of a sudden having knowledge, having a bunch of stu answers stuffed in your head, that's not really the, the information or the, the skills that you need to thrive in the world. And so the way we say this is we say, we live in a questions-based paradigm, but most people think we live in an answers-based paradigm. And for most of recorded human history, how much was in your head really made a big difference, right? right. Um, and now it's more about how can you ask good questions and how can you use the information that's out there? And I found that that was not being, I'm a veteran of higher education. I worked for a higher education institution, a college for 12 years. I was at an executive position as director of admissions there. Um, I'm very familiar with traditional higher ed. And I left mostly because I, I didn't like the debt aspect of it. And, and also because I was really frustrated with the faith aspect of it. But the third piece was, it's like, I don't think this is actually giving the value everybody thinks it does. The things that people actually need to be successful are not being taught in the classroom because the classroom still assumes this answers-based paradigm where they just put answers in people's head. Right. And so Unbound is very much designed with that in mind to say, look, education is important and you need to learn things. And in fact, we'll help you earn college credits and you can transfer those credits in. We guarantee everything transfers. You get a fully accredited degree. About 70% of my students do that. Most of them are graduating through Liberty University, but we have multiple partners and work with all kinds of schools. But the important part is not so much the degree, it's about the, the life skills that you need. And so the question was, what if we designed a training program that actually taught the things you needed to be successful? And I think those things are pretty plain. That's really great communication skills, it's critical thinking skills, it's practical applications, it's leadership skills, it's being able to take an idea from an idea to reality, it's being able to get along with other people. What if we treated those with as much rigor as we treat our academic courses? Um, and what would, that, what would happen if we did that? And what would happen is that we just get students who outperform their peers dramatically. Mm. Um, and so that's what Unbound focuses on. Yes, we can help you earn a degree. We can almost always do it without debt. Uh, but more importantly, we will do that in a way that puts the emphasis on the skills and the training that you actually need uh, to be successful in the world. And we call that project-based education, which basically means, you know, to put it simply, if you're going to start a business, you should study about starting a business and you should start a business. <laughs> and those two <laughs> things together will probably get you a lot farther than just studying about it. Yeah, yeah, yes, for sure. Garrett has his degree in business, um, and he didn't get his degree until he was in his 30s. Um, he had started it, of course, right out of high school, and then he went into the military, and then we, you know, had our own business. We had, we've had a few businesses of our own, 
Um, and then he went back to school to finish his degree and he was studying all these business books and he was like, um, well, <laughs> this is not exactly <laughs> what, how what business are these works. What talking about? Yeah. 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 It was, it was so crazy. Um, you know, that he was like, this, this is not, I mean, in some ways it was, but in a lot of ways he was like, this is not real. This is not realistic. Well, there's this, there's this weird distortion field. I, my favorite example is I had a kid that was, came through our program and was doing marketing and he was working for us and killing it. And then he went to finish his degree at the, at the school. So earned the last 30 credits of his major. And he sent me a snapshot and his textbook from his like keynote marketing class, the, the case study example was MySpace for social media marketing. Oh yeah. <laughs> when was the last time MySpace had anything to do with right. social media, right? And, and so he's like, this is state of the art. I mean, I had a good wow. school and marketing and there is kind of a trap there, right? Institutions are very slow to change. The people that work sure. for them, you know, are generally came as experts many years ago. And I'm finding that, you know, our marketing strategy changes. It used to be every year, then it was six months. Now it's like every three weeks. Right. Um, and so, you know, there's just this fast moving aspect to it that I think requires a different approach if we really want to give our students the skills they need to be successful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing and providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Jonathan. Um, Jonathan, you I know you have an acronym called ADULT because that's mm -hmm. what you're doing is you're, you're helping adults, you're helping kids to become adults, these young adults to move into adulthood. And this acronym is really kind of your framework for learning. Explain to us what that is. Yeah, so there's a there's an author named Andy Andrews. Uh, maybe some of your uh, listeners have read him. If not, you should check out some of his books. And I was recently on his podcast, and he's a great teacher. And he has this line that I, I'd love to steal, but I have to credit him. And it says, "Your goal <laughs> is not to raise great uh, uh, children. Your your role is to raise great adults." And so we thought about that a lot in the program, and then we started thinking about the things that we were watching be successful. So. We uh, collectively had many years experience in higher education and doing kind of um, alternative higher education. And so we said, well, there's some patterns here. These things work and these things don't. And how do we collect them and make sure that anything we design at Unbound, you know, we have to change every couple of weeks sometimes to make those adjustments, but how do we make sure that we're, we're sticking to some things that we know are successful? So the acronym ADULT, and we call this our learning framework for Unbound, and it stands for ask, do, understand, live, and thrive. And so that first one is a little bit like we talked about in the last segment, which is ask. And this is a, a, an, an explicit acknowledgement that we live in a questions-based paradigm, not an answers-based paradigm. And I tell people, I am very skeptical when somebody tells me everything has changed. I'm like, what are you trying to sell me? <laughs> and so <laughs> I try to tell people like, look, if I'm admitting up front, this sounds skeptical inducing, uh, skeptic inducing, but I think I can explain this to you pretty quickly. When I was in high school, before I went to college, 
If I wanted to learn something new, my parents didn't know the answers and it wasn't in our house and a book. I had to drive to the library, pull the card catalog, find the book, read it and memorize it or you know write it down somewhere. And if the library didn't have it, there was this thing called interlibrary loan that as a 16 year old, I was not taking advantage of because it was way too complicated to do yeah. that, right? <laughs> um, and so I was limited in the sense of, of the what knowledge is in my library and then I was willing to go and read about. And now that's of course very different now, right? I mean, now you have instant access to the entirety of information so because of that, before people's effectiveness in the marketplace is measured by how much stuff was in their head. And a great measurement of that was a degree. And now I think that that's totally different. Now I think that the, the skill that we need is to be able to ask good questions. And mm -hmm. as Christians, this should make sense to us. I'm very nervous about somebody who's a Christian who says that they know everything about prayer, about faith, about God, about really anything. And I tell people that does not make me a relativist. A relativist is somebody who asks questions with uncertainty with an assumption that they mean nothing. And so the more questions they ask them, the more it leads them to nihilism. A Christian ought to be somebody who asks questions constantly with an assumption of truth. And so they're chasing that to something bigger. And so, but uh, a relativist will say, well, I can be a relativist, but I'm also a physicist and I, I trust in gravity and the laws of physics. And so I can build rockets that work, right? And just like there's a Christian, I also assume that I never know everything about God and that I need to constantly ask questions. But at the same time, I trust in God's moral character and moral laws enough that just like a physicist trusts in gravity so that it helps me to learn and to live. And so what that means is I tell our students, you should be in a constant position of asking questions, which should lead you to a better answer, should ask a better question. And this seems to reflect reality in the sense that God says for eternity, you have to spend the rest of eternity learning about me. So why would we think that we would know everything now? So if we teach students to have this attitude of this, uh, asking questions, it, it is a very practical kind of push forward. I find that people who don't go to college and say, I have a degree, why is the world not paying me? Right. <laughs> and, and it's like, well, because your degree doesn't mean anything. I mean, like right. it's only as good as, as what you're doing. So when you ask a question, it should ask you to, to do something. So ask, do. And this is the project-based aspect of education. You should be doing something practically. You should be moving forward, which should then allow you to ask a better question and you should continue to do that. And in the process, that question asking combined with a, an attitude towards action will help you better understand what's going on in your world. And then I think that there's some fundamental things that we can teach students and say, hey, uh, you know, there's some, some pivotal foundational things that if you understand, it'll make everything work better in your life. Um, things like truth, right? With a capital T and that that's yeah. what you're asking questions to obtain. Uh, like things about a Christian um, framework of understanding the world. Uh, things like understanding that you're, you know, we were given a story to make sense of reality and your life is often best understood in a story. Um, and those kinds of things combined really help people sort of shift from going, my success will be determined by how well I do my test to my success will be determined by how well I continue to ask and answer questions as I move forward, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it totally does. And I think one of the ways that kids learn to ask questions is by us asking them questions, right? Absolutely. And and we learn that. Uh, Ginger Hubbard was <laughs> one of the first pe people who, I, I think she probably is the first person who ever taught me that, is that with our kids, is to ask heart-probing questions. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking from the time our kids are itty-bitty, you know, ask them questions that make them think through why it is that they've made the decision that they've made. And it gets our kids thinking, but yeah, we live in a world where kids are not taught how to think, they're taught what to think. And we see where that's gotten us as a society. And it's such a dangerous place. I mean, it's so one of the funniest things I think is when you watch videos of people talking to other people on the streets and they ask them questions, you know, I mean, just random questions that every human should know or that every American should know. And people are just like, uh, 
I don't know. You know, it's, yeah, it's so hilarious, ter- but sad. Terrifying, right? It's terrifying. <laughs> um, I saw one recently, and they they asked um, they asked somebody what to, what other two countries border the United States, and I was surprised at how many people could not answer that question. And I'm like, have you not looked at a map? I mean, they're not asking you to name all 50 states, right? They're like that should be the simplest answer. And, um, but it's true. We have to ask questions so that people will learn how to think. Um, and, and it's, it's weird. So you talk about ask, asking questions. Why do you think as these kids are entering into adulthood, it's so important for them to not just ask questions, but to know how to ask questions? Yeah. So two things, one reflects back on your kind of asking questions that there's a knowledge aspect of that, but there's also, I have a one and a half year old foster uh, daughter. And right before this podcast, you know, over lunch, she was kind of up, standing on a chair, reaching for something on the table. Now, if I say, no, don't do that, she may or may not re- respond to that. But there's something in a human nature that when somebody says, no, you want to see if you can instead. <laughs> but but when I ask, is that yours? Are you supposed to do that? And then she goes and, and shakes her head, no. Now she's made the decision and she's told herself that she, you know, like, that's the power of a question. So I referred earlier to that, uh, you know, I had students up past one o'clock without supervision. And if you just listen to that cold, you're like, what kind of program are you running? Well, I run a program where I say, I, I want you to not be stupid. And they say, what does it mean to be stupid? And I said, I don't know. I think you should ask that question. That's our, that's our number one rule here. Don't be stupid and act like an adult. What does it mean to act like an adult? And when I do that, instead of a bunch of rules that they say, I wonder if Mr. Brush will care about this. I wonder if I can do that. Instead, they're constantly asking, what does it mean to act like an adult? And my experience is, all, without exception, in my experience with Unbound students, they act better than most adults. Mm. So there's a psychology there. But I think there's a more important example to that. Right now, I've never watched Yvette's, the, the higher education world get turned upside down as quickly as it has since January with the advent of chat GPT and artificial intelligence. And, and I think that there's some terrifying things about this. I think there's some interesting things about this. And I think it doesn't matter what we think, it's going to change our world dramatically. And, and what's going to happen is that it's going to be really, really difficult to tell what is true and what is not. And that knowledge is going to become a premium because only people who care innately about knowledge will actually have it. It's going to be for the next half a generation at least, it's going to be extraordinarily easy to cheat your way through anything. ChatGPT can pass the bar exam, it can pass the med exams, it can rewrite your essay papers. So that means only students who really care innately about knowledge will be ones who will learn. And those are the people that have been learned to ask questions instead of being taught that they need to know all the answers. And so just that attitude shift from saying, I need to know all the answers so that I can get a good SAT score, get into college, get a good grade, get a good scholarship, get a good degree, so I get into master's programs and get a good job. Well, there's a program now that can teach, that can do all those things for you. It's the students who say, I need to ask what it is. I want to, I'm innately curious. I want to actually know this. I, I have a personal drive and desire to know this. Those people are going to look dramatically different than the majority of the population. And those are going to be the people that will run the world. Yeah. And so I think as Christians, there's an interesting opportunity here, right? We are people that just by our very nature have to ask questions and have to pay attention. And, and we have a a complicated story that's given to us as an interpretation of our faith that we have to have some intelligence to be able to get through and figure it out. And that requires us constantly asking questions. And so I think Christians in general are well-equipped for this. Homeschoolers are even better equipped for this. And it just gives me, you know, I have some trepidation about a culture that can't know which places border the United States. But at the same time, the other half of that is, I know who's going to be in charge in that culture. It's going to be my students. It's going to be students who are willing to ask the good questions. Um, so I think AI is an interesting example of a world that's changing rapidly. And if you react to that and say, oh, that's scary, don't touch it. 
or you say, oh, unquestionably follow all of it. Both of those things are pretty disastrous. But if you go, what does this mean and how can I use it? That's a questions-based paradigm. And that changes everything as you navigate this next big change in our collective social history together. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So much good stuff. Uh, we are out of time, but we're going to come back on Wednesday. And we're going to continue talking about this and helping raise adults because that's what we're doing. We're not raising children. We are raising adults. And uh, wow, Jonathan, you've got so many good things to say and so much encouragement for us. Tell us where we can find out more about Unbound and everything that you have going on there. Absolutely. If you look for us at Be Unbound, that's beunbound.us, you'll find our website. And then, of course, you can find us on all the social media, especially YouTube, uh, Instagram, places like that, if you want to learn more about us. Okay, great. We'll put those links in the show notes, as we always do, to make it easy for you guys. It is our service to you. You're welcome. <laughs> We're glad to do that. Um, thank you for being with us, Jonathan. And you guys, thank you so much for spending time with us these last 20 minutes or so. That is always an encouragement to us. If the Schoolhouse Rock Ministry is an encouragement to you, would you do two things? Would you, one, sign up for a newsletter if you've not yet done that. Uh, go to our website, schoolhouserocked.com, and sign up there so that you can keep up to date on what we have going on and what podcasts are coming out and how they can encourage you. And also, would you leave a review for this podcast? If you're listening to it on audio, um, share it with your friends. But also, if you're watching this on YouTube, would you like and subscribe to our channel and share that with your friends as well? Thank you guys for being with us. We'll see you back here next time. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.